all the food and all the uh, all that we enjoy over the Christmas time. But you come to the end of the Christmas time, and really in your mind and in your heart, you can be a little bit dazed with it all. And it's really helpful to us when God shows us what's important in life. See, there was one thing that was important in 2013, and the same thing is going to be important in 2014. There was one thing that was crucial, and the same thing is going to be crucial in 2014. Now, in 2013, you may not actually have done very well with it. And you may look back and you say, you know what, I missed it. I wish. It's dreadful for us to have those regrets, isn't it? Those are terrible things, things to have, those regrets. But you know what a new year does? A new year gives you the opportunity of a whole brand new clean slate. Nobody's put a mark on 2014 yet. Nobody's made a mistake. Nobody's failed. Nobody's missed it. And you know what? <clears throat> You're not shooting for perfection in 2014. But if you can get your priorities straight from the get-go, you stand a real chance of coming to this time next year and saying, you know what, this was a successful year. And what I want to share with you now in just a few minutes is going to make the difference between 2014 being a success and 2014 being a failure. It's really simple. It's as simple as that. By the way, I would ask you to stop looking at the clock, but what's the point? It's right behind my head right now. Uh, <coughs> I mean, <coughs> to preach with, with the clock going on behind you. Uh, Luke chapter 10 and verse 38. <clears throat> now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. You know, many of us are like Martha. <clears throat> we're busy. It's a busy world, and we're busy. we got a lot going on. We got a lot of things hanging out of us, a lot of needs, a lot of problems, a lot of issues, a lot of things that need fixing, a lot of things that need to be improved. We got a lot hanging out of us. <clears throat> and we're like Martha. We're, we're cumbered about <clears throat> with much serving. We're focused upon all that we're doing and all that's going on. And, and it's very easy for us to focus on all the things that we're doing and have to do and need to do and miss the mo most important thing. Martha. I would remind you, is actually focused upon serving the Lord. And, you know, if we were to ask, what should you be focused on in 2014? Well, serve the Lord. But, you know, there's something even more critical than that. There's something even more critical to us than actually serving the Lord. Because Martha's going to get rebuked. And it's a hard one for us to bear. Because she seems like the good sister in the situation, you know? She's, she seems like the Cinderella of the piece, doesn't she? The one that's got all the work on her. And Martha's going to get rebuked. And, and let me just warn all of us. You know, we can spend our time doing in this coming year. We can spend our time focused upon uh, making things happen. And, and we can justify and say how important it is and how we needed to work to make a living to provide for our families and we needed to keep the house right and we needed to do all those things and all those things were so important to us. But we can do all the things that we think are important 
and miss the one thing. And the one thing makes the difference between success and failure. The one thing is really the issue. Look what Jesus says. And Jesus answered her and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. Oh, you're worried and troubled and stressed and worn out. Are you worried and troubled and stressed and worn out tonight? Has it been a worrying, troubling, stressful year for you? Are you worried and troubled and stressed? Doing the right things, doing good things. You're not off out there, you know, on the town doing, doing the wrong things. You're doing the right things, but you're worried and troubled and stressed. You're full of care. Jesus looks at Martha and you can see him saying, Oh, Martha, Martha. You're so caught up in what you're doing. You're so pressured. You're so stressed. Martha, Martha, Martha. See what he says, though. But one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Isn't that wonderful? Jesus didn't say, read ten books. Do reports on them chapter by chapter. And you will come to the secret of life. He said, one thing. Just one thing. Just one thing is needful. I'm glad he made it only one thing, aren't you? I don't have to read all the self-help books and get all the lists and all the things sorted out in my head. This is just one thing. Just one thing. Now, now, what was it that Mary had chosen? Mary is sitting at his feet. I mean, they both had relationships with Jesus. They were the closest thing to a family he had on this planet. They both had relationships with him. And Martha was serving him. But you know what? <clears throat> he, di- he, he differentiates between them. Martha's careful and troubled and worried. Mary has chosen that one thing that's important. And what's the one thing that's important? That relationship with him. Enjoying him. Mary's sitting at his feet enjoying him. Mary's sitting at his feet relating to him. Mary's with Jesus. Martha's all about Jesus. But she's not with him. Mary's with Jesus. She's kind of plugged in to the most essential thing in life. And that's where you and I need to be in this coming year. You say, well, listen, if I do what you're telling me to do, the whole rest of my life will fall apart. No, your rest of your life won't fall apart at all. The rest of your life will take wings. You're going the right, because this is the needful thing. This is the important thing. The rest of your life will work. If you can get your head around this issue of relationship with him and just enjoying him. Just spending time with him, not dutifully, not because it's another burden, but spending time with him because he's the sweetest person you've ever met. Sweetest person you're ever likely to meet. And spending time with him is a joy. An absolute joy. And you know what will happen? as you spend time in that relationship with him, the rest of it gets sorted out. 
problems, the issues, the difficulties, they get sorted out. See, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Now, what does that mean? Basically, it means this. You seek Jesus, and he'll take care of the rest. You seek Jesus and obey him, and he will take care of the rest. He will watch over you. He will take care of you. He will meet your needs. Oh, it's not going to be without you doing what you're supposed to do. He'll show you what you need to do, though. And if you seek him and do what he wants you to do, and enter in and stay in that relationship with him, and when you get out of that relationship, make things right and get, and get, get, get things right and get back with it. And <clears throat> you spend that time with him, and you know what you're going to find? Life works. Life flows. Life is sweet. So we get careful, we get troubled, we struggle, and life kind of dries up. It's no fun. It's not fun, but we're, and we're doing the best we can, and we're flat out there, and we're trying to make it happen. And it's not happening. But when we focus on Him, it works. So you know what that means? That means you, there's only one New Year's resolution that you need to make. Just one. One thing is needful. Jesus. I'm going to be with him. I'm going to be a Jesus person this year. I'm going to spend time with him. And I guarantee you, if you really do that, and you seek him first, I don't think for a moment anybody in this room is going to be perfect in 2014. Unless we die and we get to, get to go to heaven, then we'll be perfect then. But apart from that, we're not going to be perfect. We're going to fail. We're going to, we're going to make mistakes. But you know what? God makes it easy to get back to him when you make mistakes. Confess your sins. Deal with them. But if we're set in our hearts, and I honestly think that God sees the set of our sails sometimes more than he sees what we do. It's our hearts he looks at. And when your heart is set on him, I want him. I want Jesus. I want to be with him. Lord, help me. I want to be with him. You know what happens? He steps into our situation and he makes that possible. But when he steps into our situation, that's not all that's possible. Everything that's impossible on our own is possible with him. With him, all things are possible. So you come to the end of the year and you look back at 2013 and there's burdens and there's hardships and there's difficulties and there's all kinds of issues and things that you've been faced with. And you come to the end of this year, and you know what? All you've got to do is one thing for this new year. Jesus, I want you, and I want all that it's possible for a human being to have of you. Lord, would you help me? And you know what happens? Life turns around right there and then. Because Jesus is the center of it all. We don't make him the center of it all. He is the center of it all. He just waits for us to recognize that he's the center of it all. He's not looking for you to do for him. He's looking for you to want him. He's looking for you to serve him. And when you do that, he steps in. And he makes all the rest of it work. So we as a church could this year say, you know what? This is going to be a Jesus year. This is going to be a year when he's the center of it. You know what? It will transform 
our lives individually, and it will transform our church. And it's simple. Just one thing is needful. Let's do it.